0: This is Earth Tribe Radio, www.earthtriberadio.com. Oh, hey, Jill. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, Fiona. i <laughs> no, just spaced out for a I second. Know. We have a tendency to do that, don't we? <laughs> so today, you know, I was, I was thinking about how... Um, what life what must be like in prison because you, you you see on the news that people are going to prison people who like the scandal right now about paying
0: the college, the, the college thing mm-hmm. thank
1: you so what is prison going to be like for somebody who has never been in a prison so as I'm going through that in my mind um, I'm beginning I begin to my thoughts take me to well She may be going into a structure, a a building that is called a prison, but there are so many things in our own lives when we are purportedly free because we're walking around outside, yet within us we have allowed a certain amount of um, influences or habits to control us which then imprisons us it becomes like the building that is a prison
0: i mean i want to start this i think i've said this many times as well but i totally don't believe in prisons if somebody's done something terrible or what we consider bad i believe in rehabilitation so i'd love to see rehabilitation centers of different intensities you know so if somebody just did some shoplifting they would be put in a rehab center so that they could work out why so they could work out different things and change themselves yeah. into accessing more of who they are rather right. than what we just spoke about with the darkness within them but um it's a fascinating thing with that teacher gurdjieff who was a powerful teacher yes. back in the beginning of last century? Um, he used to ask people not to do the same things all the time. So, if you always get out on one side of the bed, get out of the other. If you drive one way to work, go the other. If you have something for breakfast, change it. So, because we get trapped in our patterns and in, especially as we age. I know a friend of mine said that she went to her dad's after her mom died, a few, maybe a year after. I mean, she'd seen him many times, but he slowly became more and more rigid in, you're not allowed to put that knife in that place. That knife only goes in this place. And, um, you know, we get so trapped and so scared then when we don't have things the way we think we should be. You've got a, a little dog here who's sitting on my knee, so if you're hearing funny sounds, it's him sneezing and stuff.
1: An old sweet dog called Mike, old, Mikey.
0: Yeah, He's very elderly. Um, so I, I think we, we trap ourselves by um, allowing ourselves to get overly comfortable in habits and patterns, and that imprisons us. Yeah, right? and it,
1: when we do that, it also makes us think... That this is how it should be, and nothing will ever change. And of course, something then happens moments later to change everything, and it throws <laughs> you off course, and you're rattling your cage then, you know, because you're stuck in your. Your conceived, preconceived idea of what everything should be,
0: and, and we had something. My husband and I had something a little bit ago. We had some people coming for to stay, and neither of us really we liked them, but neither of us really wanted them to stay, <laughs> and yet we couldn't say no. At so, this time, shall we put at it this time, <laughs> at yes. this time? So it was one of the things that I came up with. Is rather than being, you know, because we just we got a lot going on with the moving back into the house and stuff. But what we said. Is what I started saying was okay when we were in our 30s we used to have people coming from Manhattan from all over and they would just crash give them a blanket they'd lay on the floor they would arrive in the night you would go down in your pyjamas and say, you know, here's a glass of water, here's a pillow. Um, And we were all, we were okay with people just because it was the, you know, the entertainment industry, particularly the music industry, and people would just come and crash and it was all okay. And I said, what we've got to do now is we're 30 something still now. Well, in our... I'm I mean, Just for what I'm saying okay. is we're pretending we're a third <laughs> year. We're not. We're many generations more than that. But we're pretending we're back in that time and we're just okay with whoever comes. We're, they'll just come. We'll just flow with it. We'll be easy with it. We'll have a good time. And the funny thing is they came and we were easy with it and we had a good time. But it's just changing our mental constructs yeah. Yeah. about having guests at this time because we wanted things to be this way. So it's, it was a fascinating thing for me and yeah. for Bob, I think.
1: It's, and it's interesting, I think for us, I had a wonderful um, uh, lunch yesterday with a friend um, that uh, is my oldest friend. We've known each other be- since before we were a year old. Our parents were very good friends. And she informed me yesterday that she's moving. And she's moving to Denver to be close to her son and granddaughter. And she's the same age as me seventy four and I thought, and I said to her, "This is fantastic and she said, "Do you think so i said yes you're 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 beginning another chapter in life not something new, and I think it's being open to trying something new when you're our age that really keeps us going longer than saying no I don't want anything else I'm fine as I am and you shut down shut down you're shut imprisoning down yourself. you're exactly so i thought well tell me all the plans that you have you know she was showing me the the townhouse that she's getting going into and um, she's all she's very excited about it and i'm very excited for her and that was more than my sadness of losing her but I said no I'll come and visit you I'll, I'll find a train that will go to Denver and I'll come and visit you but I'm excited for her and it just reminded me that we must keep moving we must keep Opening to new things, even no, no matter how old you are, be open to the next new thing.
0: And if you think back, I mean, maybe some people were rigid when they were young, but if you think back like I did to when you were younger and things were you, you were prepared, prepared more just to roll with whatever was happening... Yeah. It's not a bad idea to say, well, how would have I, how would I have looked at or or treated this particular situation, if if it was easier when you were younger, yeah. um, because you know getting trapped or imprisoned in our habits and patterns is, we're on the outside and we're supposedly free, but most people are very very trapped in their reactions, and Barry Long always said if you push a button on anybody they'll react the same every way because we're robotic yeah. we've gotten
1: trapped in our patterns and our right. you know so uh, this is one of the things when i talk about a prison what it, it would be good to for all of us at some point to have a thought or start thinking about what have i allowed to imprison me
0: yes make a list if you yeah. can
1: do it yeah um, but even have an open going list because we we, we we use a lot of things to imprison us. And would it be uh, caring about how somebody would see you or think of you? That's another big one. That's another huge prison. It's
0: a huge one. And when we look at caring how people look at us, one of the things we have to work out is not wanting, we've got a whole show about this, not wanting to people to be the way we want them to be. Exactly. If we want Well, that's the to, prison. Yeah, it's a prison. If we want them to look at us, okay, so we're older and, and I'm anyway overweight. So if, if, we, if we look at ourselves and we look at somebody looking at us, in a particular way, and if we go, oh, my goodness, I'm not the way they want me to be, I should be younger, I should be thinner, then that's an incredible imprisoning, a really strong imprison. So if we say, though, it's okay for them to think whatever they want, they can think whatever, they have the right to to feel what they want, nothing to do with me, I'm okay.
1: And, And their thoughts about you are based on their fears or whatever expectations they had put upon them and they're just trans- transferring it to you. So don't, t- don't let it rent space in your head.
0: No, and also half the time, more than half the time, they're not thinking what we're thinking, <laughs> no, they're what they're
1: thinking exactly. anyway. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> and of course, the, the glorious thing about getting older is it's easier to see that. As 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 we get older, but you know, so many of you that are listening to this are not nowhere near as old as us. But please, take it from us that you know, don't be hard on yourself. Don't imprison yourself. You're all gorgeous, and in, in whatever way you are meant to be, you're unique,
0: a new, unique flower. Yeah. But I also like to mention about real prison and the people who might have to be going or who are there.
1: Yeah, and you, I, we both worked in prisons. I, I, so, yeah.
0: so if you could... Um, if, if you can say to yourself, if, if I don't judge what's happening, in a sense, take the action you need to take if you need to take it, but um, if I don't judge what's happening here and I just keep on the inside of me, you know, accessing the light, I can deal with whatever's happening on the outside and I can take actions that are relevant for me now or possible for me. My dad said that in the war the people that who were who were imprisoned, usually the ones that had a strong faith or a strong practice of, of whatever, were the ones who came out less scathed by the imprisonment. And um, so if you can find that light within you, you know, check into to different there's so many books available for you, I think, in prison too, that if you could look at people like um, Wayne Dyer or um, I can't remember, there's so many people, maybe Sadhguru or even, yeah. you know, there's so, so many amazing people you can, and Esther Hicks, Abraham too. Look at some of those those teachings and that will help you access your light. And as you do that, you'll find that, for one thing, the outside gets lighter, you have less problems. But at the same time, you find that you can cope with whatever's happening on the outside better.
1: I read um, an article by a man that was on death row, and the article was in a a magazine, it was a monthly magazine, I don't know if it exists anymore, called The Sun. Hmm. And all it was was beautiful writings from people from all over, beautiful stories they'd written, And this man wrote, uh, he was on death row, and he had discovered freedom. Mm. But he had discovered freedom through reading, I think it was probably Buddhist Mm. text about, you know, when you're in solitary confinement, well, that's how a lot of the Buddhist lamas spent time in caves and meditating. And and, uh, he found a, a tremendous freedom While he was on death row, Hmm. uh, which included a forgiveness of...
0: Well, there was no future. He had a past, but there was no future. So he was faced with death and stepping towards death with nothing he could do, which is if it wasn't like an illness, or Mm -hmm. it could be the same. But he... And very often that kind of pressure will... Push us to our life. His so.
1: writing of the feeling of freedom was just beautiful when he's sitting What is his room. name again? I cannot, I have oh, to go God. back, I have to go back about 15 years for that oh. one, so sorry. <laughs> no, I don't no, come it's up with a his good, name. It's a good story. But I wrote him a letter and he wrote back, and um, I just said his writing was quite, quite beautiful. And I need to f- see if I've still got that magazine because it was a beautiful way that this man who. From the way we can look at something, we would say, and you couldn't be more in prison than a man on death row, okay? Mm-hmm. Couldn't be more in prison than that. And yet he had found a freedom, and he had divested himself of all those things that had made him constrained, angry, whatever it was to to do what he did. Um, and he got he got free of it. And I would love it if we did have prison prisons that we would have reforms, yes. places of reform, reformation. Yes, because that
0: prison. the prisons mostly, although there are now more programs. My friend, who's a psychologist, has got some programs about love in some of the prisons, and they're saying how it's really transforming the yeah. prisons. We're, so, we're doing uh, the
1: training of counsel, the um, process of counsel. Uh, training inmates on that and how to communicate without anger and how to express yourself without anger it's very good
0: because if somebody is in prison and they can then of course get so it's so difficult because the 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 fact that they've been to prison or that they you know even the short one look at these ladies that are that are facing prison um, from the scandal with the college thing um, it, it it Instead of saying, what can we do to help you to transform? It's like, let's punish you. And it would be so much better, we've said this so many times, yeah. but if we could just take them and say, let's see what made you do that in the first place. I love
1: that African, that, that African tribe that whenever somebody does something, kills somebody or does something awful, something so against the tribal rules... Rather than casting them out, they bring them together in a circle and they hold them and they hug them and say, what made you do this? We love you. What made you do this? That's a whole other way of looking at it, encouraging somebody to talk about it and let's make sure this doesn't happen again. We support you. We love you, you know, in that way. So that's That's another, yeah, it's another way of, uh, that's a huge forgiveness, um, and
0: i i the Hawaiians used to do Hopononono, which is yeah. they'd get the whole community together and they'd sit for days together working as a community and I think those things are not not happening as much but if we could only get that into the prisons and I know there are wonderful programs going into the prisons so when we look at somebody who's been in prison are we going to imprison ourselves by saying they are bad or are we going to are we going to just say they've been disconnected and do I choose to have something to do with them or not that's okay it's your choice but not to imprison yourself in ideas that that trap you. Ideas, trap habits. Yes.
1: Um, so if if we could just pay attention to see see what we feel trapped in, what might be imprisoning us, maybe investigate, ponder why we, we trapped ourselves in that, uh, what we felt we needed at the time. Do we need it now? Can we let let that go? Can we free ourselves from this? All those are really good exercises. Sometimes if we're driving in a car or you're sitting, you're lucky to sit in a train somewhere uh, and you can just let the sound of the train take you through, you know. I love that. Yeah. And take you through some of these ponderings, some of these thoughts, investigations uh, and it's so easy to divest ourselves once we've recognized it and recognized why we allowed that to happen. It's not uh, to punish ourselves. Oh, you did this, you naughty girl. It's oh, look at that. Okay, well, let's 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 free ourselves from that. Let's see if we can free ourselves from that.
0: And I think uh, it's an interesting thing too what you just said because when we go on a train and we're hearing that tick tick. it's very soothing and also when we're traveling and we're going past all of this countryside and cities and things and it can be a very opening and meditative thing just like if we're not squashed in an airplane it can do the same because as you're traveling you're way up and you're looking at all the things below you if you can see out, which is always yeah. a good plan. And, uh, you know, I think that traveling and uh, even walking down your, around your street, doing a nice yeah. long walk can be helpful. Um, as, a child,
1: as a child, as a child, Uh, being raised out on Long Island, if we drove into the city, we would have to go into New York City, we would drive through the Midtown Tunnel, and I would find the Midtown Tunnel, I'd immediately close my eyes, and there was that sound, and I don't know whether there was something in the concrete on the road, but there was this tick, 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 and that was was very mesmerizing for me. Mm. You know, that would take me, and so when we talk about that, immediately I think of the Midtown Tunnel in New York. Into so
0: that that does though all those things help us to get out of the prison things that we've been that we have gotten trapped in, and yeah. so you know you might want to think about different things that you could use a walk a drive or a trip a day trip on a train uh, that can all be really helpful for just changing or just again doing things in different ways. Yeah. <clears throat> so so that if you um, eat with your right hand, try eating with your left hand. At home, you might spill things, but just you know, try different things. If you put your 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 clothes over your head, try to put them on arm to arm, and then lift. it. Just Um, try to do things and think things in new ways, so that you
1: don't trap yourself into the prison. And even if you're sitting down for a meal, eat it in a different way. So, chew whatever you put in your mouth. Thirty times before you swallow it, something like that. That's yeah. how, that's how the monks do it, so that they can appreciate everything in the food and what was done to make this food and, and the nature of the food. And it, it thirty times, and then they swallow it. It's a very peaceful way to do it, but that's something that that would be. Fun to try,
0: maybe. And in our culture, though, particularly in the United States and in Australia, people eat so fast that it's already gone and you're sitting there. I I started eating faster when I got with my husband because I would be there three times longer than him and he would be tapping his toe because (laughs) I would be eating slowly. So... Um, It's, you know, if you can't do it when you're with other people or just take the time anyway, um, it's like uh, it's a helpful thing to change things about. So if you're eating fast one day, try a slow day of eating. And uh, because we do keep ourselves in our own prisons. And if you can reach out and help people in prisons and it seems like it's a good idea my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law he's part Native American so he goes and does ceremony and uh, teaches them about the Native American because he's got 50 Native American people up in Portland that he's working with and my sister-in-law goes in she's a master gardener she goes in and teaches them gardening and how to grow things and they go in like twice a week they find they're retired now and they find it's incredibly helpful so if you are near a prison and you feel that you have something to offer like that, maybe it would also help the people there to feel more, um, you know, if they can do something, and you value them, it's very, very helpful.
1: We used to do, uh, my husband and I used to teach twice a week in the evenings. Uh, We would hold counsel in the kids' prisons, nine to 15-year-olds, a group of them at a time. And that was wonderful. It was really teaching them, exploring with them how to listen to each other without making assumptions about each other, mm. um, and sharing truth without attack. Uh, it, or defense. That's uh, a really defense. hard it thing is, for people. It is so hard, but it was so wonderful working. And then I've worked with prisoners as they've just got out of prison. I had a whole weekend with them on uh, so, it's 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 interesting work. It's interesting work for me. Any anyone who's been encaged, you know. But but at the same time, I know that we're all in some way encaged. encaged we just know? think
0: that we look yeah. at somebody and think you're in prison. And we don't look at ourselves. Yeah, and, and there's so and, many. And sometimes it's hard to look at. And
1: themselves. there's so many people that I I get this visual when I'm talking to somebody. And then this is what I see. And I, it, when I do tarot readings, I see it there. It, it exists in the tarot tube. It's not on a printed out on a picture, but I see it. Uh, so if I'm talking to somebody, I see a birdcage sitting over their head, resting on their shoulders. And I think, okay, they have tied their mind up. They've imprisoned their mind on something. And we just have to find out what that is so we can lift it up. And put it aside on the table and free, because we're looking through those cage bars. So that bird cage sitting on her shoulder, over the head, onto the shoulders. Um, I know that this this person has imprisoned themselves in some way, and of course we all have.
0: Yeah, we do. We all all of us have. That's why, as you said at the very beginning, it's really helpful to look at ourselves or make a list or mental note yeah. of where we are, where we feel uncomfortable, where we where we are imprisoned. <clears throat> Got a frog in my throat today. Where we feel that we're imprisoned. Did you have milk? I'm trying to think, because uh, just <laughs> so everybody knows, if I have milk, I get I get the frog in just the frog in my throat the next day. I can't I don't believe I ice did. Cream? But if you know it? what? I was in the house, which is full of new paint. It might it have been that, be that too, because if I'm yeah. allergic, I get these frogs in my throat. Well, we've been talking about uh, prison and imprisoning ourselves, and this is Earth Tribe Radio, www.earthtriberadio.com.
1: Your home on planet Earth.